0: Hey guys, I'm The Philosopher and welcome to FGC Philosophy. This is where I use my skills as a performance coach to help you level up inside and outside the virtual arena by conducting interviews and talking about topics that I feel are important and relevant to the FGC and to people as a whole, to helping people grow. With that said, my guest today was Rob TV. I conducted this interview a little while ago before Combo Breaker and It's been fascinating watching this guy grow since this interview. He has definitely been a big person in the FGC. He's been growing in notoriety and really making a name for himself, not just as a player, but as a brand and as a person, as a personality. He's been on TV shows. He's writing articles and he's doing a lot of the right things, I think, when it comes to building a personal brand. I had kept my eye on him for a while and finally chose to reach out to him. And he promptly was like, yeah, let's do an interview. Let's go, let's make this happen. We had a great conversation about the ideas and the mindsets and what it takes to be a winner, to be someone who grows continually. And I definitely think that you guys are gonna get a lot out of this conversation. And I think it'll be great insight as to the mindset that this person has and how he's gotten to be as far as he has now, and why I think that he still has a lot more room to grow, a lot more potential that I think he's going to eventually reach. Maybe not in Street Fighter 5, but I think he'll continue to make a name for himself. That said, before I get into the show, the last thing I wanna mention is Patreon. Patreon is a website where you can go and help the people that you like, the content creators, the people that you follow, support them, by donating money monthly. It can be as low as a dollar a month, and that can go a long way when you think about all the people that also want to support the people that you like. If you go to patreon.com philosopher, you can go and check out my Patreon and see what rewards I offer. And if you choose to donate even as little as a dollar a month, I would greatly appreciate it. It'll go a long way and help me with continuing my dreams of growing and helping the FGC inside and outside the virtual arena. So thank you guys so much. And I hope you enjoy this show.
1: but they might not be heavy into like philosophy and you know, the, the type we talked a little bit about it in the comment section before. Yeah. Um, but man, I, hmm. there's so much I have to say about this. I don't want to give my whole personal story yet because right. I want to put that out in like a video or something down the line or whatever, Definitely. but I can say that, Um, I'm definitely someone who's not on a conventional path. And I think that a lot of people who are on conventional path, uh, they are because of, because of limiting beliefs and because of, uh, dogma, like this is the thing. I'll put it like this. I went to like a, uh, great, like one of the best business schools in the country. Like that's where, and I was a year away from, uh, graduating. And this was just in September, actually um and i decided to leave now i won't get into all the details and everything but i was doing great in the school part of like a lot of organizations and everything but um when i would tell people like family members and everything like hey you know i'm not i'm not trying to do this it's not me or whatever and i'll point out these different entrepreneurs who left school and not like i'm doing it because they're doing it but I'm sure you know all about this This sort of thing that I'm that I'm getting at. There's oh, a reason yeah. that a lot of them end up doing that. You know what I mean? So, of course, the first thing that they ask, oh, but that's one in a billion. Oh, well, you need an amazing idea. Oh, are you Bill Gates? Are you so-and-so? And that's the issue right there. Bill Gates couldn't have become Bill Gates without believing he could be first. Uh, Knuckle Dew could not have become Knuckle Dew without the belief that he could do so in the first place so i definitely think that when it comes to uh your belief system man like if you aren't seeing it first it's not going to happen you know
0: i definitely i definitely agree with that yeah vision Uh, that's something that uh there was an interview i think with knuckle Dew, as a matter of fact um i can't remember it was yahoo esports or which video it was but uh i recommend looking it up because he just won combo breaker i believe for anyone who's not up to date but um he he talks about how um, like his mentality really affected you know his ability to play, and you see this a lot in, in interviews and stuff like that. Like people tilt, you see even yes. even still the best players. You know, tilting is basically like a limiting belief. Before it, you know, it, it's it's having that limiting belief. Um, during the fight, so like, I mean, I, I personally have had this happen, I was talking about it before we started recording about <laughs> going 3-0 and in a tournament, or 0-3 in a tournament, um, yeah. I tilted pretty heavily, but I mean, like for me, I can remember the thought process very clear- clearly, like, I was like, if I'm gonna lose, like, I don't like to be mad in public, so I was like, if I'm mad, I'm gonna have to go outside, if I lose this fight, I'm gonna go outside and go sit, and quiet, and <laughs> like, I'm, I'm thinking Love about
1: steam this, blowover.
0: yeah, but I'm thinking about it while the fight's still going on, so I'm like, for people who uh tilting we talked about this a little bit but like inside or outside of combat when you're thinking about something that's that's a negative outcome like how oh, is yeah. that serving you like how how does yeah. that help you really
1: if anything is only gonna hurt you <laughs> that's the only thing that it's possibly gonna do i mean I, what you're talking about there is freaking huge you know I kind of talked about it a bit like you said in my uh last video but somebody left a comment on on the, under that video uh, my guy Jalen who's been like subscribed me for a long time and He's like, man, you know what you said, what you're saying in this video and the stuff that you're putting out, you know, this stuff is gold. Like, I really hope people don't misunderstand. I mean, are grasping the, aren't just taking it at a surface level basically. And I think that when you look at people like like the, like yourself, the stuff that you're talking about here, that we're talking about stuff that's in that video, everyone's looking into combo videos and this, that, and a third, but stuff like what we're doing is, so rare in the scene. And I think that if people actually took the time to really delve deep into it, it would help them out tremendously. Like people just think that like, it's kind of like when you read like a self-help book, some people think that that's all mumbo jumbo or something like that. Like it's all just, oh yeah, you know, feel like, like it's all cliche or something when it's not is, if you look at most millionaires, actually, most millionaires have read like Think and Grow Rich and you know, things of that nature but these people have the results to show you. So when it comes to the mindset stuff, like I've been winning a lot of tournaments or placing very high lately, but I'm telling you, I mean like this last tournament just a couple of days ago down at like for guys that don't know I'm from Ohio. Um, so I was down in Cleveland, but when I'm in these matches, you know, I'm turning around to the crowd. I'm talking and everything. I'm like, you know, uh, maybe the guy will do something wrong or something. And I just, like sit there with like a straight face and just shake my head or whatever. The match is still going on. <laughs> uh, maybe I hit him with a combo and I just turn and look at him right in his face after I hit him with a combo. which of course I'm kidding. Around. Like I'm not being a, a douchebag or anything. How, how are you on profanity on your, I know YouTube is on that demonetizing tip right now. Oh, I don't mind. You don't mind. Okay. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick basically. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but you know, like, if that's the zone that you need to be in, Muhammad Ali talked a whole lot of trash. And we look at him as the greatest of all time. Not because he talked trash, per se, but he did it because it got him psyched up. But that that mentality, or if you're going to be stone-faced serious, or whatever it is that you're going to be,
0: just don't let it be negative. Because yeah. you're going to lose. You, you bring up a really good point, too, that um – like, not to compare Knuckle Dew to Ali, but um, something to think about for the people who do have that negative mindset is that your opponent's gonna take advantage of that. Like, Ooh, if yes. they know that you're tilting or that you, you are susceptible to mind games, they're gonna mm-hmm. play those mind games. Knuckle Dude doesn't like do down, down, down just to make himself laugh in the Man. middle of the match. He knows that it's gonna get into his opponent's head. Ali knows that he's gonna get into his opponent's head. Like, yep. I've done a lot of martial arts, I've done boxing, and you don't wanna fight mad. You don't want to fight angry because you're not logical you become predictable you start swinging and you're not you're not strategizing mm-hmm. ali was a very great strategist he was a great poet he he did things outside the ring he he was a very talented and smart person he just acted like a uh a scumbag because he knew there was exactly. a reaction
1: um, the
0: so just like just like uh just like uh sonic
1: fox is the same way yeah like you know but I think that people really have to think about when it comes to how can I, how can I put this? If, you go, if you're going into a tournament or anything competitive, you got to think in terms of wins and losses. Now, I don't mean to make things seem uh, black and white, which this is going into a different little, a kind of a, if you're, I don't know if you're willing to, if, you, if you're willing to go here, this is kind of going to a different place than just limited beliefs, mm. but this is kind of going into mm, the will to win. Not to uh bite off you know Daigo. I actually haven't read that Daigo book yet. Yeah, but when you're going into a tournament, if you're if there's anything you can do that's legal, you know what I mean? Like people complain like, oh, this move is cheap, or blah blah blah. If I could hit this button, medium kick, and I could win a whole tournament just by pressing that, I would do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially <laughs> if it's gonna and then also. If I see that my opponent doesn't know how to deal with X thing, I'm going to do it. Do whatever you can to win. And then when it comes back to, uh, you know, the mentality thing, though, when it comes to mentality, as soon as I see my opponent sitting next to me, like offline is different than online. As soon as my opponent's next to me and I see him mess up a combo and he says, fuck, or something like, or he just moves his, uh, I won. It's over now. Hey, at least he's going to have a harder time because I see that he's tilting at that point. You notice how Punk throws somebody five times in a row and everything? Mm-hmm. that's talking that's a conversation right there you know he, he you can you, you he's giving out your your opponent is just giving out a whole lot of stuff a whole lot of information the entire match and not all of it is just you know in game if that makes sense
0: yeah that definitely makes sense uh there's there, there's so much to that and you see some of the people really taking advantage of that a lot mm-hmm. of the younger people take advantage of that i think um and i don't know if uh uh, smug i think does it in his own weird way uh, sonic fox definitely does um but i i i mean i can't disagree with that and and something i i don't want to get too far off topic but i think it's still very relevant when it comes to like mentally defeating yourself is that people um oh you know what this is a great example brian f um yeah. he had a fight against uh i think it was punko no 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 sako sako yes thank you and mm-hmm. he he um there's a video. He actually did a live stream about it and talked about it. He did like a little lecture thing. Yeah, he I watched. Broke that. Down fight. Yeah, and he talked about how like you could see Punko was like visually frustrated, like he yes. was messing up, and, and Brian F capitalized on it. I mean, he was still very nervous himself, but he he basically sounded like he did some self talk to calm himself down to, to mm-hmm. get back into it. But he knew that you know an overseas player didn't know how to fight against Balrog, so he took advantage of that. Is yes. that wrong? No, it's it's completely legal. Yeah, it's not um, yeah it, it depends on on your 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 perspective and it's, this is all under belief systems which you know can go back to limiting beliefs but like you you limiting that like this character is a scumbag disables you from being able to learn how to defend against that character because you think he just he's op he's power yeah, exactly like, and exactly. that that limits your ability to win because you're not going to take the time to see oh how can i defeat this oh that's not real i can press yes. buttons here exactly and, and you have like, no one else to blame but yourself that's, he And then like, you know, I feel like, and then, you know
1: what people do? Like, I mean, I see a like he, he's, he dropped a punish or something. And you yep. know how people drop a punish and then they like, after the, after they get killed for it, they do it on the controller. Like, <laughs> like they just start hit, hit doing the command, like to show that they tried to do that. Oh, what the hell? Don't do that. That's so dumb. Like that makes, that makes no sense. whatsoever. You know, in boxing, when somebody gets, you know, you said you're having in martial arts. I'm a heavy boxing fan. I'm not a boxer. I'm a heavy boxing fan. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of times in martial arts, if you get hit with a hard punch, you want to just act like you're not hurt, if possible. Yep. The same thing goes for Street Fighter, even though it's a non-contact sport, if you want to call it a sport or whatever. We don't need to open up that debate, but you know what I'm saying. Even though it's a non-contact competition, it's the same thing. You get hit with that combo, you need to just chill out and don't show your opponent you know, your emotion. But now, as far as like unlimited beliefs, can we also get into – outside of just how it can affect your play how it can affect your life decisions when it comes to like esports oh, like, absolutely there's a lot of people who would love it's a dream job to be able to make a living doing esports you don't need to be rich you don't need to make a million dollars or 100 you don't need to make $50,000 but if someone could just make a decent living doing esports it would be a goal, a dream for them but so many people choose not to even entertain the possibility just because it's not a common path and they haven't seen a billion people before them do it like i haven't gotten to the point where i'm able to you know make a dollar really off of any uh doing anything like you know esports related it's just doing it all off to love but with that being the case if i ever get to that point it will be because i have the belief that it's even a possibility you got to be able to jump out the window and take that risk if you're gonna make things happen. Somebody called on my video the other day, like, oh, I don't go to a lot of tournaments because my mom says, you know, that's not a real career path and it would be a waste of time. And I hate to like, you know, intrude and everything, but it's like, dog, you gotta, do you ever listen to Gary Vaynerchuk? Oh yeah, Gary V, yeah. He said something interesting, he said like, you know, people who are, you know, talking about they wanna do something that they love, for a living, like for the rest of their lives, they want to do it for a living. And then, you know, they get, they get, they complain, or they get, obviously, everyone's going to complain at times, but they get down and they feel like they need, they're going to quit or whatever. And it's like, you know, you're talking about instead of just doing a regular nine to five forever, doing something you love and making a living off of it. If that's the case, you should be willing to do that, you know, to grind for that until you're damn near, until you're, as long as you're alive, you should be willing to grind for that. But people just don't have the belief. That's gonna keep them, you know, pushing forward. You should actually help a lot of people out with that, since you're a life coach. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's uh, that's exactly yeah, what I need want. More people to pursue careers in esports. It will grow faster. Yeah, that's and that's the thing I try to say. I try to stress a lot um, is that the esports is an ecosystem. Um, and I'm going to cycle back to what you're saying in a second. Um, but yeah, the esports is an uh, ecosystem. It, it takes a bunch of different jobs to help that thing exist. Not everyone wants to be the number one player sometimes they just want to be within the fgc but they don't know how um and that's understandable it's kind of confusing and it's a very new and growing you know it's a very adolescent um industry i mean it is mm-hmm. an industry at this point because we have it on tv now people are making money people uh, companies are making money we have sponsors this is a mm-hmm. legit industry um you know there's there's commentators there's there's a the tos i've said this multiple times it's it's possible you just have to Be around it as much as possible learn about what you're into as much as possible and i mean you're absolutely right when it comes to people not even taking that first step you know people don't go to tournaments for various reasons one because they say they're not good enough which is the exact opposite reason to that's like the worst reason to to not go to a tournament is because you're not good enough um you need to go to a tournament if you think you're not good enough because either one you'll find out if you if it's something that you love and you want to be around um, or two, you'll know you'll know that it's something that you don't like, and then you can, you can move on to the next thing. But for me, when I went to my first tournament, I was like, I gotta go again and again and again. Yeah. Instantly
1: hooked. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I, I knew, and it, it was—it's a feeling that you can't explain. This is like this combination of camaraderie, excitement, adrenaline, competitiveness. It's—it's um, yeah. it's all this wrapped into one, and and you get to have that for like a, a three, two to three day weekend, and you get away from the the quote unquote real world for those mm-hmm. three days. And be around people who are into what you're into. Yeah. Um, I, I've been into entrepreneurial um, entrepreneurial work and, and stuff like that for a long enough time and I've worked with people to know about person development. and And what you're talking about exists outside of video games as well, but specifically to people who want a career or some sort of lifestyle within uh, like fighting games within the FGC. Uh, it's it's completely doable, but it's not it's not easy. And like you yeah. said, you have to grind for it. Um, and, I mean, you do have to be willing to, to work. You know, there was times where me personally and, and other people just had to work a day job uh, just, you know, to, that they hated. Yeah Just so that they could be able to sustain, you know, working towards their goals. There's going to mm-hmm. be times where, like, and I'm going to be very real, where you're not going to do things that you that you like. Um, but you have to look at the alternative. You know, getting a, a real job, um, getting a job that you hate every day that you're going to, you're not living your existing. And, I mean, I hate to, to be preachy. It's true. But, it's true. Yeah. You and I hate to quote Drake as well, but you only you only have one life. I'm not even gonna quote him. You only have one life. Yes. Are you gonna live it for the rest of your life doing something that you hate, or are you at least gonna try to be around that? At, I mean that's my thing. People don't even try
1: a lot of these people in this scene. Now, look, for my guys that I don't care how like you know how old you are, whoever's watching this video right now, however old you are, you can you can grind and make something shake. But I specifically want to talk to like people that like, I think there are a lot of us are like, you know, under 30. Like I'm, I'm personally 20. I'm personally like 24 myself. Uh, but dude, like do some of you guys know, like how young you are and you're already talking like, man, I know people who went to college, which went back to college at 30 something years old, like late mid to late thirties and ended up getting a career and everything. Uh, that, that, you know, that late, if that's the case, It's pretty much never over. Why not use this time right now to take that shot, take that risk, grind, and see what happens. And if you fail, who cares? It it can't really be a failure because you're gonna learn something, but who cares? You at least try, put in the darn work.
0: But okay. (laughs) Yeah, No, we're venturing a little bit outside of
1: specifically Street Fighter stuff, but
0: I like to to combine the two because I mean it does it does uh, it's very relevant and sometimes it's a lot of overlap. yeah, it, there is. And something that I want to share, I don't think I, I share enough, is that my personal philosophy, and, and this has been proven by other people better than me, but mm. my philosophy that I sc- discovered on my own is that something that you learn in one thing can be transferred to another thing. Um, yes. I'll, I'll shorten the oh version of the story, gosh. but I used to be close to 300 pounds. And wow, I, dude, that's amazing. <laughs> that, you're, that you're down like this. It's amazing, dude, seriously. Yeah, and what, what helped me, though, was uh, fighting games. Funny enough. And it wasn't like just it wasn't sitting down and playing fighting games. It was a philosophy behind playing fighting games because I was a button masher for most of my life. Mm. And long story short, I, I started to learn fighting game mechanics. I started to learn the rules of the game. And at the same time, I was like, I'm gonna take my health more serious. And I was like, oh, there, there's this thing called the fixed mindset. And I talked about this in a few other shows, so I'll, I'll give you the short version, but it's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Fixed mm. mindset is someone that thinks that they are as good as they are. Basically, in fighting games, you hit that wall. That's where you think your limitation is. A growth mindset is the exact opposite, where they're always trying to grow, they're always trying to improve. Every loss is actually growth. Um, so I had a fixed mindset up until that point. And so basically, there's a lot of people out there who who think that they're not gonna get as good as as they are right now. They're not gonna get any better. They're gonna hit that wall. Yeah. And you have to switch that mindset, um, not just in fighting games, but outside as well, and, and look at things uh, differently, you know, yeah. is it possible to, to do something different? Is it possible to grow? And you have to adopt that mindset. Everybody has the capability to do it, unless you have some sort of, like, mental disability, which, you know, in that case, I'm sorry. But for yes. the most part, you can switch that, that, that flip that switch in and outside of the virtual ring.
1: Man, you know, a lot of it's interesting that you would say that. I also I like the, the fact that you even bring up, though, the fact that there's some people that have like a disability and everything. Like if if you are one of the people who are like, you know, blessed enough or lucky enough, whatever words you want to use for it to just be at least more like physically and mentally like stable, or, like, you know, st- stable or whatever whatever word you want to use. I feel like you like owe it to the universe to go for what you what you want in life like you just oh like and then i look at it like you know we think about okay uh i i think that right now i think that i'm going to be able to become stronger than knuckle and punk and all these guys that i'm a, that i'm a huge fan of i think eventually i'll be able to get that strong. i think anyone can get that strong but a lot of people were like okay well that there's so many different street fighter players how is it even possible this is my thing we went to the moon, right? <laughs> it's not, that seems out of left field, but we went to the moon. Doesn't it seem way more believable that you can become better than knuckle do than that? Uh, human civilization will be able to, before we even, we did, at, there was a time we didn't have cars or any of that type of stuff. We didn't have society as we know it. And we were able to go to the moon. Yet there's people here today on earth who don't think they can become the CEO of Google or that they can build their own Google or that they can become a great fighting game player or build up a big YouTube channel or something like that. It's it really shows like I feel like how society has just put us into like this horrible, a lot of people into like this horrible dogmatic box and hopefully more conversations like this will push some people, even one day at a, one person at a time out of that mindset. You know, we need more creators out there. Yeah,
0: and, I, I, well, and, then, and like,
1: I say, and in general, it's gonna push the it's gonna push the scene forward, man. Like, I don't know. I th- obviously, we need people to just um, I don't know. Be like, we need stream monsters. All of us have been stream monsters and stuff like that before, but I want to see more people out at tournaments and grinding and everything. Like, people just, you know, how many times have you talked to someone and they say, "Oh, like," they say, "Oh, but Daigo's been playing for twenty years." Oh, but, uh, you know, punk just has godlike reactions. Again, that's excuses. And then you're thinking that you can't achieve something. You're That's a, a, already a limited belief. Like, do you think that there's any natural, do you think there's any such thing as natural talent?
0: Me personally? I think there's a natural inclination to be good at something, but I think skill I beats agree. talent every time. I think I skill agree. will always beat talent. Look at Michael Jordan. That dude yes. was terrible at basketball when he first started, for people who don't know. The reason he's so good is because he put in the hours, day in and day, uh, day, in and day out. He put in the hours. It wasn't natural talent. That dude sucked. That dude yeah. wasn't great. Look people at Einstein. They couldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah. Look at uh, Brian F. is another person. He sucked at, street, uh, at fighting games. If you go back and look at one of his interviews, uh, I think it was with uh, Born Free. He mm-hmm. talked about how he was actually terrible at fighting games. He couldn't even beat the computer on easy so Man. something that we have to consider uh well i i do believe that you know the, the ten thousand hour rule um malcolm gladwell you know you, you do have to, to think about that you know you put in the hours and you're going to get better results but you also have to think that now we're living in a world of accelerated learning before fighting games when daigo and justin wong were playing they were playing an arcade for quarters and they they learned through sheer will will of not losing their money mm-hmm. so they they learned because of necessity, but now we have this internet era where we can learn in a condensed amount of time And there's ways of of actually learning more efficiently practicing more efficiently that they didn't do when they first started out So yes, they have the years on us, but they didn't have the excess amount of information Yeah, and like Our, resources, our yeah.
1: resources far
0: outweigh theirs nowadays.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like when people talk about like like entrepreneurs back You know earlier on in America like, uh, there's less, I would say competition, uh, than there is now. However, now we have the internet where we can just go direct to consumer and everything. So there's always going to be positives and negatives, but it just, it all depends on your, you know, on your perspective. Like, like just as, a, you know, I'm, I'm huge on analogies and everything and mnemonic, all that type of stuff. But, um, but like, you know, I'm from the inner city area, uh, myself originally, like not, I'm not, I don't live there now, but, um, you know, I used to think when I was a kid, like, man, like these kids, these rich kids are lucky, you know, their parents are CEOs or whatever the heck they're doing. But then if you think about it, like, do I really think that Eminem would have became as big as he is if he was like from a suburban area? It's a possibility, but he got the drive, you know, that like being in such a tough situation gave him drive to push forward and do, and you know, and achieve all the things that he achieved. That's just an example of. You know, perspective. Some people looked at being from in, from uh, in a tough situation and just like, okay, woe is me, and didn't achieve anything. Whereas others use it as extra fuel and everything, and end up uh, grinding and doing something for themselves. So instead of saying, oh, Daigo, they they've been playing it for years since I was a baby and stuff. Look at the positives that my dude is talking about, man. Look at the positives. You got the resources. You got dope YouTube videos to go watch. You got freaking you know, F.A. tool. Do people understand the significance of F.A. tool? Like, shout out to them really quick. This is not sponsored. <laughs>
0: shout out to Joe Monday. <laughs> Man, but seriously, dude, like, what did these guys do for frame data back in the day? They, yeah, exactly. They they didn't. They had to figure it out on their own. They had to see what worked and what didn't work. They did learned the, the Ricky, slow way.
1: Did you see the Ricky Ortiz documentary with uh, uh the BBC.co or whatever? No, I didn't. Mm. Yeah, they did a piece on her and like, Basically, but but one of the parts that was super interesting it showed how they used to play in the arcade, and people would take their hands and put it under their hoodie or their shirt or whatever, and while they did the commands, they have their hands they have their hands covered so people wouldn't know how to do X or Y move. That's so, knowing how to do a command like some people didn't know how to do a Honda headbutt or a DP, you know, just basic stuff like that where the you can learn it day one nowadays just by looking. You know, at the command list, or you know, people didn't know how to do that stuff back in the day, you know, so people just got to take advantage of You know, I'm not saying it's easier now than it was then, but there's always going to be positives and negatives. And if you choose to see the positives, then good stuff is probably going to happen for you. Damn, yeah, which that, I'm that, heavy a law of attraction and all of that. So, oh, yeah, me yeah. too. Uh, Big time.
0: We'll have to probably have to talk about that sometime too.
1: Yeah, um, I'll be down.
0: Um, something that's also worth mentioning when it comes to like. Uh, what you're talking about? Oh, the masters—they've been doing it for so long. Is yeah, Daigo has like two books out. You know, mm-hmm. you have people like Joe Money putting information out. You have oh. people like Momochi putting tutorials out. The masters yes. are teaching you how to play the <laughs> game. Oh. So you know, <laughs> yes, bro. I, I, me personally, as well. Is I'm, I'm, I'm clumped into that group of not having an excuse for not getting better. So I'm not, I'm not putting anybody under the bus. I'm throwing myself under there as well because I'm not yeah. anywhere near as good as them. But you know, you you can't, I'm not complaining about my circumstances of where I am. You know, the people who are complaining, you have those masters out there putting information for you to learn. And and you learn from the masters. You're going to, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's already no, there. Oh my God. You stand on the
1: shoulders of giants.
0: Exactly, exactly. man. Yeah, exactly.
1: People don't yeah. think about that type of stuff. I look at like, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. Like I looked at other YouTubers, like not just, you know, I obviously want to be unique and stuff like your channel is unique. My channel is unique. Um, at least I like to think so. But you know, there's how many people have made like cool YouTube channels, at, you know. At this point, draw inspiration. You can look at look around and see. Okay, you know, the, when it comes to Street Fighter, dude, Punk has how many games that you can just go watch on YouTube at this point? What do you mean? How is he so good? Watch it, research it. Write write some notes down or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we I feel like we're we're spoiled, man. I think that our generation. When it comes to fighting games, and when it comes to like life in general, like just if you're alive in 2017, hey, you're lucky. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're you're lucky to a degree. It's time right now to at right now it's time to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. 2017 is I, I don't not, not like some New Year's resolution stuff, but you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm getting at. In general, this this whole time period, the internet era is beautiful. Grind, go do something.
0: Yeah, it's the instant gratification era, but not everything is instant. You know, you can no. get information instantly. You can get um, food and clothes and stuff instantly. Mm-hmm. You can order stuff online, the Amazon one touch button, but you mm-hmm. can't acquire skill and experience. You know, Talk same- that
1: <laughs> I like that. Facts. Yeah. Because I'd have been the best. <laughs> I'd have been the best if I could. I watched enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're exactly right, dude. Like, and that's the thing, man. When I look, it, when you look at some some people, I don't know if you ever, like, you'll beat somebody in a tournament, or just, it could just be online or something like that. They're like, man, what's going on? Like, what can I do better? Like, how are you beating me? The cold hard truth is like, no matter what I tell you right now, like, no matter what, you know, tips I give you, they will help you, but they're not gonna, like, if punk, if I play punk right now, he beats me or whatever, and I ask, oh man, how'd you beat me? And then he tells me, and then I play him again, he's still going to win. Because the cold hard truth is he's put in the hours. Like, so if, if in, in all honesty, like if I beat somebody in the fight a game or somebody watched my videos and stuff, like, oh, man, how can I get like as strong as you? The truth is put in like thousands of hours of practice.
0: Yeah, I think kind of to add on to that, something – a better question you should be asking people who are beating you is what can I work on to, mm-hmm. to, to be able to, to beat something specific? Like – Ask what you need to be working on because there's no quick fix button. You have yes. if something. If someone's beating you, you need to go back to the lab and, and practice it. But if you can find out what that specific thing is, you can practice that specific thing by itself Man. and get like, better at it.
1: And I optimize your training. Yeah. That's true. Uh,
0: so at, uh, that's asking better questions is uh, is probably one of the best things that I've I've started to work on because I, I've noticed that when I ask oh, specific man. questions because even something very fascinating is that when you ask very broad questions or very vague questions, people who are really good at something don't always know how to articulate what it is that they're doing because they've just been doing it so long that it's instinctual. About.
1: Yes, man. Yeah, bro.
0: And I actually,
1: like, when it comes to like, my YouTube YouTube videos and stuff, like, when it comes to like, making content, it's like, I don't really put out, I know there's some people who get like very popular videos because it's just like, they'll put out a video like how to do, a, I don't know, I don't want to say anything specific that someone's actually done, like some call out stuff. Or nothing, like, but basically something that's like super basic, pretty much, right? And what I kind of realize is like, just because something is super basic for you, doesn't mean it's like super basic for someone else, because you've probably just been playing it for years and everything, you know? Yes. So... That's something that I've had to try to start understanding because the stuff I'm talking about on, a, on like a YouTube channel, like I'm like a, you know, super diamond player or whatever. So, you know, my level of experience is higher. I've been playing for longer than a lot of the people in the scene, especially Street Fighter V. When we have a whole lot of new people and everything. But I'm talking about a whole lot of stuff that's applicable to to, to like me. But I feel like it's kind of like I want to start doing more. I think it might be useful to start doing more. I don't know, like content for like straight complete beginners or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that goes back to the stuff that you're talking about where I just, I, I'm not even thinking about, it's hard to even think about, you know, and I'm sure if you ask Floyd Mayer, how to throw a jab or something like that. It's just subconscious for him at this point. You know, we probably can't break it down to a science. He never really thinks about it. If anything, that actually brings up something important. Uh, when it comes to like, have you read mastery?
0: Oh my God. it's my favorite book ever.
1: Yes. I'm still reading it. I'm still reading it. But like one work. thing that uh, Robert Greene talked about, I think he was talking about it in there. But basically, like, there comes a point where uh, basically a lot of us players, like, maybe, like, let's, let's say in Street Fighter. In Street Fighter, I may be thinking, like, okay, this guy's not teching. Or, okay, he's, he's walking back at this distance. Whereas somebody like Daigo isn't even thinking that anymore. It's subconscious. So his mind is able to go to a different place cuz he doesn't need to you, you heard about like the, the mental stack like uh when it comes to street fighter like you you can only think about so many things like if you're thinking about he might jump, he might walk back, he might press a button, he might dash yeah. you're just going to mm-hmm. get hit cuz you're thinking about too much. You got to just condense it. Well, the more stuff you can put into your subconscious, that's the closer that you're getting towards mastery. Master people think that like a grandmaster in chess is the most analytical person in the world,
0: whereas really it's just like that for them, you know. It's like muscle memory or mental muscle memory. You just you threw out so much stuff that I want to like elaborate on, and there's like yeah. so many books in my head. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stay on topic here. But yes, what what you're talking about is basically called chunking. What masters do, um, like for me when I'm playing Street Fighter, I have to think about the input still, you know, because my execution is probably one of the worst parts of, of my of my gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like I understand the mindset of it, but the the execution, my fingers just can't do it that well. Um, but essentially what a person like, you know, me versus Daigo, Daigo just puts out the move and he has like pre-programmed options that come out. You know, some people call it flow charting, but I mean, if you, if you do it properly, it's not a bad thing because it's it's not like, it frees up your brain. Like look at driving is a good example. Um, of this. oh, good point. Uh, because when you get in a car, you just go. But you don't think about it. And I'll use a manual just for example's sake. I know most people don't do it nowadays, but it just makes it more obvious as to how talented human beings in our brain are, is. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you get in a car and you drive. But you forget that you're using your clutch, you're using the stick, you're driving, you're checking your mirrors, you're looking all these different directions. You're, you know, you're doing all of these things, but you're not thinking about that once you're good at it. You're just driving. You're so mm-hmm. good at it that you can like pick up your cell phone, do your makeup, and eat some food all while you're driving. That that's because of of experience and you, you do these things for so long nothing That you think about or, or study will ever replace that practice But you have to practice specific things and then you get it down
1: dude, That's fascinating dude. That, dude. That's such a great example man. Hey, dude And you know what with the to add on to the driving thing We get we pick it up pretty quickly We pick it up pretty quickly Why because that's one of the things it's like a necessity like you need in today's society, you know, it's pretty much a necessity to be to be able to drive. If you want to be a great street fighter player as much as you want to drive, you're gonna pick it up that much faster. You might think you want like a lot of people think that they want to achieve X, Y, and Z, but if you really put yourself in this, it's kind of like uh if you get like I don't know if you know, like you ever get like chased by a dog or something, and you notice know you can actually you can actually run faster. I don't care what anyone says, dude, like getting chased by a dog, your top speed. Is like a mile per hour faster, or something like that. But if you, but it's like you have to put yourself in that position and in that mindset. So if you make something necessity, then you're gonna, you know. But I I like what you said about like when you brought up like, you know, how powerful the human brain is. We're like superheroes, bro. I really mean that. Like we're all pretty much, you know, superheroes. It's fascinating what we're, you know, what we're able to achieve. Look at, well, I want to. I want to go too far left, so I'll let you. Do. I want to go too far left. I, I'm gonna have to talk to you after the interview, like or something like that. Exchange numbers right. with you, because I have a lot right. of stuff to talk about.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, one little caveat I want to add on to the the car driving analogy is, you know, I, I'm I, I've been driving for what? How old am I? I'm, I'm almost thirty now. I've been driving for over ten mm. years. Now, why am I not at the skill level of a race car driver, even though I have the experience of driving for ten years? It's because we hit a plateau. You know, mm. I, I haven't. Challenge myself anymore. You know, I'm not trying to whip around the curve doing drifts and stuff. I'm just driving to get from point A to point B. We have the same problem in in other areas of our life, but specifically to to fighting games. We plateau or we call it hitting the wall. We we stop challenging ourselves. We start doing what we're used to, what we're comfortable with. Oh, I'm gonna do this combo, even though I know this one's probably maximum damage, but it's harder execution. I'm not landing it in my fight, so I'm not gonna bother to do it. And then I forget Mm -hmm. to go do it in training, I practice what I know. Rather than continuing to practice new things, martial arts is the same way. You have to practice new things all the time. You solidify what you know, but you always challenge yourself to do something new or you, you do more of what you know to a certain level. Uh, like, you know, instead of, okay, I can do it five times consistently, do it 10 times consistently, do it 20 times consistently, how many times can you do it? You know, working out the same way yeah. 10 pushups, 20 pushups, 30 pushups. The more you push to your max, the better you're going to get at doing that one thing and the better it'll be able to complement something else in the long run.
1: That's a great point, man. You ever look at the guys in like the gym who are like caulk diesel up in, <laughs> uh, on the upper body, but then they have chicken legs? Uh, Robert <laughs> Greene kind of talked about that, man. It's the same concept. Like basically, most people when they're trying to de- when they're developing a the skill or whatever, they end up having big arms and chicken legs. In Street Fighter, a lot of people watching this, you either maybe your anti-air game is on point, or maybe you just have you know some type of great matchup knowledge or whatever. But then your footsies are trash, or your footsies are amazing, uh, but you just you know you're bad at, uh, I don't know,
0: it confirming
1: defense <laughs> or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, but that's how most people are, and even I think there's even some like pro players who are like that, and I think that's why we see certain pros, you know, winning uh, more consistently than others. But yeah, that's that's a great point. Robert Green actually talked about that too. We're giving Robert Greene all, all types of love today. He deserves.
0: Oh, man. Oh, great book. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to put a link to the audiobook down below so that you guys can check it out because it's a great book. Um, what I'll also do is I'll, I'll put a special link because you can get a free trial of it, a 30-day trial and a free book. So no excuse. Really? Check it out. It's a great book. Um, I'll put the link down below. I'm also going to put your links down there. But um, I guess here's a good stopping point. Um, let them know where new people who haven't who don't even know who you are, where can they find more on you?
1: All right, so uh, you guys can find me actually on uh, YouTube.com slash gaming. I do a lot of uh, theory fighting videos and you know, like basically I try to, the way my videos go, I feel like I try to make videos that like I would have I liked to watch when I was trying to like come up and everything. Now, don't get me twisted. I'm not saying that I'm like Daigo or anybody like that. I'm just, I'm a no name scrub right now, okay? For the time being. But still, you know, I know like in the scene as a whole I'm like a higher level player. So I try to like, you know, help everyone get to that pro- get to that point just a lot faster than than you know I got there myself. Um so you can follow me there youtube.com/rob tv gaming and also follow your boy on Twitter at robtv. It's like rob t e e v e e cuz my the regular one was taken man. I didn't want to put any numbers in my Twitter handle. That's that's nasty. <laughs>
0: you guys can follow me. Alright, well thank you so much for joining. I definitely appreciated this conversation. Very hyped up. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit after we're done here. Yeah, definitely do it. And then the last thing is, you guys are part of the conversation as well, so leave comments down below letting me know what you thought about it and, you know, what you took away from it. You know, I want to have a conversation. It's like It just started right here, but it can continue down there. So go ahead and do that and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already so that you can get more updates on more videos as I upload them. Until then, I'll see you in the next one. Peace.